Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Drip, Drop, Plop. This story was written by me, and it's an original tale. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part three, with more for you to see. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. Drip's journey down the side of the mountain had taken him far from his friends and left him languishing in the Pacific Ocean. Drop's journey had been completely different, but also sent him far from his friends, leaving him bereft in the Atlantic Ocean. Both began to wonder if they would ever see their friends again, and as they looked up at the sun, they remembered the third member of their group and thought, I wonder what Plop is doing now. Plop had rolled down yet another side of that mountain in Montana, bouncing over boulders and hurtling round rocks. He had no choice over where he was going. He was just falling, descending, careening. Drip, drop, plop. When will he stop? I'll tell you when he stopped. Plop stopped when he landed in a wide, calm river. Though this was different to most of the rivers Plop had seen from the cloud. The banks on the sides of this river seemed to be made out of wood rather than earth, almost as if humans had built this river themselves. Humans were certainly using it. Before long, Plop was having to help all the water droplets around him hold up a very long, narrow boat. The boat was weighty, and at first Plop was worried that he would be crushed but he soon learned that, if all the water droplets in this river worked together, they could hold that boat up above them, helping it to move along. Plop helped a few more boats to move about in this way, and eventually he remembered seeing rivers like this from up in the cloud. Yes, his parents had taught him about them. He thought, This must be a canal. For many days to come, Plop helped carry boat after boat along that man-made river. All the while, though, Plop was drifting down the canal himself. Drip, drop, plop. When will he stop? I'll tell you when he stopped. Plop stopped when he suddenly saw the canal getting wider, opening out into a vast expanse of water droplets. He didn't stop for long. Excited, Plop rushed out to be with all those millions of water droplets. He asked around and soon learned he had found his way into the Arctic Ocean. However, before he had a chance to ask anyone if they knew where Drip and Drop had got to, Plop noticed that the air around him was getting very cold indeed. So cold, in fact, that Plop felt all the energy leaving him. It was leaving all the water droplets around him too. And soon, Plop couldn't move a millimetre. Frozen stiff, Plop and the droplets around him were now part of a floating block of ice. Plop could see the sun, 
but it seemed further away than it ever had been before, and Plop began to wonder if he would ever see his friends again. As he gazed up at the cold, dim sky, he thought, I wonder what Drip is doing now. Drip, as you know, was floating on the surface of the Pacific Ocean, believing that he would never see his friends again. He thought, I wish I could see Drop again. Drop, as you know, was paddling on the surface of the Atlantic Ocean, arriving at the conclusion that he would never see his best friends again. He thought, Oh, but I wish I could see Plop again. Plop, as you know, was stuck in the side of an ice sheet, somberly supposing that he would never see his best friends again. He thought, If only I could see Drip again. Over on the surface of the Pacific Ocean, Drip felt the warmth of the sun filling his body. He remembered what it had been like inside the tree, as the light from the sun had given him energy which he'd passed on to that apple. But now, that energy didn't have anywhere else to go, and Drip suddenly found himself moving, rising, flying. That's right, Drip was starting to fly up and up and up. Meanwhile, on the surface of the Atlantic Ocean, Drop felt the warmth of the sun filling his body. He remembered what it had been like inside the power station, where he'd been so hot that he had shot up like a rocket. And suddenly, Drop realised that something similar was happening to him now. He found himself arising, wafting, flying... Yes, Drop was starting to fly higher and higher and higher. Over on that Arctic ice sheet, though, Plop was sliding down, further away from the sun. But wait, Plop gasped as he realised. He was moving. He wasn't frozen anymore. He was slipping down, and it felt so good to be moving again. He grew excited and as he did, he felt the energy from the sun coursing through his body. And then, suddenly, he was floating in the air, fluttering, flying. Ecstatic, Plop began to ascend higher and faster and further. Drip, drop, Plop. When will they stop? I'll tell you when they stopped. They stopped in a cloud the same cloud. Up in the bright blue sky, in a fluffy white cloud, it was much easier to find their way around. And, at last, they found each other again. There, in the middle of this new cloud, Drip, Drop and Plop squealed with delight. Back with their best buddies, they wasted no time before dancing and playing together again. Day in, day out, just as they remembered, they spun around each other and looped above each other and whirled past each other. All the water droplets around them watched and smiled and said to each other, Drip, drop, plop, when will they stop? But Drip, drop and plop didn't want to stop. 
Even as the cloud became thicker with more and more water droplets, they continued to play. Even as the cloud grew darker, they continued to play. Even as the cloud arrived at the mountains of Montana, they continued to play. Drip, drop, plop. When will they stop? That was the tale of Drip, Drop, Plop. Thank you for sharing it with me. We'll be back next week to find out what happens when a young girl can't resist eating the food that belongs to a giant. You won't want to miss it. To make sure you don't, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast. Or, if you don't want to wait, why not become an epic explorer? Then you can enjoy every story all at once to listen to, watch me tell for you, and even have delivered to you through the post. And you know, if you get the book, you can also jump right into the story through the amazing illustrations by incredible artists, like Corky Paul, the illustrator for Winnie the Witch. There are two new stories every month, plus two bonus stories that only epic explorers get to see. And the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 40 stories right now. To become an epic explorer, just put on your sweetest voice and ask your grown-up to sit with you as you go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon!